Hey, do you love the podcast and want to hear more? Do you sometimes wish it was more than once a week? Well, guess what? I actually record every three to four days for the High Vibe Book Club. I have a question for you. How many hours a day do you spend mindlessly scrolling on your phone or mindlessly watching Netflix? When was the last time you read a book that changed a crappy habit that you have or a limiting belief keeping you stuck? That is where I come in. Think of me as your personal trainer for self-development books. Anyone can buy a self-development book and leave it sitting on their shelf for months collecting dust while you stay stuck with the same crap holding you back. In the High Vibe Book Club, we choose incredible and diverse books for each month as I coach you through each chapter and exercise. I keep it real, I keep it no fluff, and I keep it entertaining, bringing you into an amazing community of High Vibe people that will hold you accountable. You need to make a choice. Do you want to stay the same or do you want to evolve into your true, authentic, high vibe self? Someone who doesn't give a crap about what other people think about them. Someone who knows they are worthy and deserving of anything they want out of life. What are you waiting for? Reading one chapter every couple of days leads you to 12 books a year. Imagine how much knowledge you will have. Get ready to get through the crap holding you back in your finances, love life, family and friends, and most importantly, your mindset. Change your mindset, change your life. Once you become a member, you have full access to the High Vibe Archive so you can sign up anytime and do any book that you would like at your own pace. I recommend you buy the book, you follow the calendar pacing guide, and listen as I summarize each chapter, go through the exercises with you, and share my strategies, experiences, and ideas. Or you can read along in real time with the group. We choose one book a month and start on the first. Simply sign up wherever you see the link. I have it in my Instagram bio, YouTube description, or in the show notes of this podcast episode. There is also a private community in the membership portal, so you're never alone in this journey. And lifelong friendships will be made. Join today and your future self will thank you. Imagine where you will be in three months, six months, or even a year from now. Your best high vibe authentic self is waiting for you. Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast. I'm your host, Bree, and this is your weekly no-fluff self-development podcast for teachers. The High Vibe Teaching Podcast is the self-development you need to instantly improve your life and get through the crap holding you back. Becoming High Vibe has changed my life, and I know it can change yours too. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited you are here today. How is everyone doing? I am personally doing flippin' fantastic. I have never been so like happier in my life of teaching. This is my fourth year of teaching. I'm finally feeling so happy every single day going to work. My job is strenuous. Like it is very, what did I write down? demanding. It is very demanding of a job in different ways than I am used to. And I'm going to talk about it in this podcast episode. I'm also going to give advice on, or, you know, yeah, my version of advice on how I am staying high vibe in my current situation. And hopefully by you listening to this podcast, you will 
um, maybe gain some insight and do it for yourself. That's always the point in this. And that's what I hope to do is to translate what I'm doing because it's helping me. So hopefully it will help you as well. Um, I'm filming this the Sunday before as always on October 3rd and it's football Sunday today. And actually I'm filming this at 8:50 in the morning. Yeah, I woke up at 5.30 this morning, not quite 5 a.m., but I woke up at 5.30 and I filmed a YouTube video. I made breakfast. I ate breakfast and I watched a YouTube video. All in this morning, I got a couple wedding thank you cards done. And for those of you who have joined the book club, I am sending a special little gift to you as well. So I got those... um, created and about to send those out as well. And I did that all in three hours. I have gotten so much done. Um, today I have a childhood friend of mine, my longest friend I've had. She's visiting from California to visiting Las Vegas. So I'm going to be picking her up at the airport in an hour. I'm leaving in an hour. And the cool thing about living in Vegas is everything is really close. Like Me and my husband went to a football, not football, hockey game Friday night, and it was only 18 minutes away to the stadium. I'm like, okay, right on. And across the street, basically, is the Raider Stadium. So it's pretty cool living so close to such awesome things, and it's not, like, stressful driving down there. It's really leisure. Like, I feel such leisure driving on the freeways here compared to California. But anyways, a little bit of a rant. I have been doing so, so well. Um, I'll get into it in the podcast, but before I begin, um, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I put new podcasts out every single week, and my intention with this podcast is to give you a little ounce, a little zest, a little, I don't know, paradigm shift to get you through your week, feeling high vibe, and, you know, to get you a little self-development up in your life. Because the moment I started my self-development journey is the life is the moment when my life truly began. And I mean that wholeheartedly. So today is my day three of waking up at 5 a.m. And I'll be honest with you, I have not been getting up at 5 a.m. I've had my alarm set and then I have this really terrible habit of, um, what is it, laying in bed and then hitting snooze. And then like thinking, (laughs) I don't know, I just need to get my ass up. And um, that's what I'm going to be working on next week is getting up, actually getting up at 5 a.m. If you have not already, I do have a YouTube channel. Um, It is at High Five Teaching and over there I do video content. So it's all about education, lifestyle and teaching all over there, giving you a nice visual representation of everything. Over here is self-development work, digging deep, 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 deep into self-development. And then I have a membership. So if you are someone who is feeling stuck, I already talked about in the beginning of this podcast, but it is my book club. Um, We are starting on to chapter two of our book. Chapter one was fantastic, but it's just going to get even better. We are reading The Miracle Morning currently, but if you're listening to this in the future, you can join whenever your heart desires, and you can read whatever book you want in the book club archive. So, so happy to have you over there if you are on the membership. Cheers to you for changing your life, to getting through the shit holding you back. Sorry, 
I don't know if like you guys do not like me cussing. Sometimes I cuss, sometimes I don't. I know later on in my life, I probably won't cuss as much, especially when I have kids. But right now it just happens. It comes out. So, I mean, we don't judge here, right? No. (laughs) Okay. Let's get into the podcast. So let me tell you about my first week of work, you guys. So I officially have started my first week. And just a reminder, I am teaching kindergarten through second grade special ed. And the special ed is not um, like a learning impairment. It's behavioral. So I am teaching kindergarten through second grade and focusing on behavior. Like I feel like I'm a behavioral intervention interventionist. Um, that's exactly how I feel. And I have learned so much in this past week. Like, I feel like at the end of this year, I'm going to be coming out of this year of teaching so much stronger in, uh, what is it? Uh, crap. What the hell? Oh my gosh. Behavior management. Sorry. I totally did a brain fart. I'm going to be coming out of this year with so much knowledge behind behavioral management or, um, Oh my God, what the hell is happening behind behavior management? Isn't that what I said? Oh my gosh, I don't even freaking know what is going on. Anyways, um, I'll just let you guys know how my first week went. Let me see if I can remember. So Monday, okay, let me talk, let me tell you guys in my position, I have a couple of kindergartners and then I have one, um, second grader and my kindergartners need a lot, a lot, a lot of behavioral like reinforcement, positive reinforcement. And that is because they have never been in school before. This is their first time being in school, maybe even first time being around other kids because maybe they didn't go to preschool because of COVID. Who knows? But I have two kindergartners and, um, I don't want to give too much information out, but I like during my day, my day is constant positive reinforcement. It is constant, constant. I am just, I'm upbeat all day. I have to, I have to keep my vibe high in my job. It has to happen because if it doesn't, then everything falls off the wagon. So we have token boards we work with every day. I'm going to be creating a um, YouTube video about token boards because I think they're really, really beneficial. A really, really actually And, um, I've also had to restrain students. I've had to multiple times restrain students because, um, there have been situations where they're climbing up on things and it's unsafe. I've had, um, students hitting other students, um, like hurting one another. I've been hit. I have been spit on. I have been bit. I have been scratched. Um, what else? What else can I think of? Oh, I have like runners that leave. So I've had to chase the runners throughout the school. Um, so yeah, that was my first week. But you guys, what do you guys think about that? Does that sound pretty intense? Like, does that sound intense? Because I am the happiest I have ever been teaching. I am the happiest I have ever been teaching. And I think it's for many reasons. So the first reason is the school environment and culture. I'm at such a beautiful school. My administrators are so nice. They came up to me and they said, Hey, if you need anything, we're here for you. Like we have support for you. Um, we are here for you. Thank you so much for coming into this position. Um, because it is special ed and it's hard to fill, but yeah. 
I filled it and I'm so grateful to be there. But um, I have great admin and I have been so lucky enough and I want to use the word lucky like Yes, I am lucky, but at the same time, I don't know if I believe in luck necessarily. I believe in like, how can I explain this? I had a YouTube video and podcast episode just explaining how I manifested this position. And it's so funny because I feel like I need to make a separate episode on what the word manifestation means because me and my husband had a conversation about this. He's like, I don't, he's like, why do you use that word? It sounds like it's magic. And I'm like, it's really not. It's just like making the choice to want better, to be better and taking inspired action. That's what manifestation is to me. So anywho, so I will say like things lined up so beautiful, so beautifully for me and my family, honestly. So since I've not been working for two months and school started on August 3rd, it's been technically two months and I just started, they have had a behavioral interventionist come in from the district to take care of my class while I was waiting to start. So that in itself is like such a gift. And I am so grateful because this person is the nicest person. She is so sweet. She is so nice. She's my friend. Um, she has helped me so much and I have learned so much from her. She's a literal angel. Like she is a literal angel and I've learned so much and I don't know how I could ever do this position without her because I didn't even know anything. Like I've never been in special ed. I've never even heard of a program like this in my life. So I'm just so grateful. And uh, she's so grateful for me too because she literally told me I'm perfect th- for this position because I have the knowledge of general ed and I have the patience for this. I really do. I don't let a lot of things get to me. Um, the only thing I don't like is when I get hit. I But I make it apparent. I tell my, the student who's doing it to me, I'm like, I do not appreciate being hit. Like I make it known that it's not okay to hit me or spit on me or bite me. But, and again, I do want to put a little asterisk here. These behaviors are because of trauma, okay? These behaviors are trauma and it's the way of the student to act out in this way. And that's how they communicate. So it's a whole thing and I'm learning every day. And I've had a great freaking week, you guys. To think about how I have had to run, sprint through the classroom, constantly keep um, a high vibe in the classroom. Like positive reinforcement has to constantly be happening in this classroom Um, because my students don't know really any better. Like I have students that think negative behavior is a way to get attention. So we're really focusing on showing and explaining that it's positive behavior that gets you the attention. And I've had to be really strict with that um, because I've had students, you know, rip things off the wall and look at me, you know, all for attention. So I just, I pretend I don't see them. It's, it's a very interesting dynamic. It's interesting, but I'm learning so much. And I am honestly becoming such a better, happier person. I don't want to say better. I've always been deserving and worthy of anything and everything I've ever dreamt and wanted. Um, So I'm not going to say better, but I would say more well-rounded, I guess, or more understanding and more patient through this experience. And I'm so grateful. And it's like 
I got to the place where I sat down and I said, wow, I'm so grateful to be here. Like, this is great. I feel, I feel wanted and it's so nice. And, um, I'm just so, so grateful, but I have come home every day this week because I've been working in the morning. So I work like on my podcast and my YouTube in the morning at 5 a.m., make breakfast, and then I go to work. And then when I come home, the rest of the evening is for me. And I have had the craving and desire to work out. That has never happened to me in my life, okay? I've never had the desire to work out, but I had the desire. So it's just so interesting to me. It's so interesting to me that this is one of the most demanding jobs like physically I've done in my teaching career to where when I was teaching in the general ed, I was just draining myself because I didn't know the proper behavioral managements and the classroom management. I didn't have strong classroom management. And this year I am really nailing down on it because I have to, but I was just draining myself. I wasn't filling my bucket. And because I wasn't filling my bucket, I would come home and just want to sleep or be on YouTube and be all depressed in bed. I didn't have energy for anything else. I didn't have energy for my husband. I didn't have energy for my friends or my family. I didn't even want to travel on weekends. I didn't want to do anything on weekends. I just wanted to sleep or work, which is a problem. So what I've been doing that has been helping me, because again, my job is very different than what I'm used to. Very strenuous in a sense, not strenuous. I guess it's like strenuous on my body. When I, last week I had to, me and my partner, she's only there for another couple days. So it's going to just be me soon because we don't have aides. If you are in the Southern Nevada area and you would like a job being my aide, hit me up on Instagram, please. I can more than likely get you a job. If you're a new teacher or if you're new into education, if you're thinking about joining education, if you're thinking about doing special ed, come on in, become an aide and get that experience under your belt. But we don't have like aides. I'm supposed to have two aides. Sometimes I have none. So it's a problem. Um, and it's not fair to the students, not fair to me, but I digress. So what I have, oh, that's what I was saying. When I was restraining a student last week, it was, it was hard. Like they're strong just because, you know, they're K through two does not mean that they're, um, not strong. They're strong. So it took a lot out of me physically. Um, (laughs) obviously. So what have I been doing? What have I been doing to keep high vibe and to stay motivated, keep all the goodness flowing to me so I can give to my students, give to my family. I have been in such a good freaking mood coming home from work. And like when my husband comes home from his jujitsu that he does, I'm just in such a freaking good mood. Same with, um, having like, just, I don't know. I'm just such in a good mood. I'm so freaking high vibe right now. So let me discuss what I'm doing finally, right? Damn. Why you ramble so much? Um, So the first thing I have been doing is I have been establishing a solid morning routine, okay? I have been waking up so much earlier than I used to, to where I am doing something that I enjoy every single morning. So for me, I enjoy working on my business. This podcast is technically a business in a way, and this is what I like to work on. 
I like to work on YouTube. I like to work um, on Teachers Pay Teachers. Um, I like to create stuff for my membership and doing all that. Like I love doing stuff like this. I feel fulfilled when I do all of this work. So that's what I do first thing in the morning. And then I, well, first I make coffee and I make a delicious cup of coffee, by the way. And then I get working. And then at about seven o'clock, I start to get ready for my day. And another thing that is so different than what I'm used to is I cannot wear my hair down because the first day I wore my hair down on my first day of the job, student tried to rip it out. And I'm very lucky, very lucky it did not get ripped out because man, I would have been sad. It would have hurt because it would have been a huge chunk. So yeah, I can't wear my hair up or I can't wear my hair down. I have to wear it up. I cannot wear earrings. Um, I do wear a necklace. I haven't had a problem with that because usually I can like, you know, push the hands away in time. Um, but anyways, I'm learning. (laughs) I do wear a bracelet, but it's really tight bracelet. It doesn't, it's really thick and tight. It doesn't come off. So I do wear that, but I also cannot wear like cute shoes and cute outfits. I need to be wearing pants, um, leggings, shirts, and tennis shoes basically because you never know when I need to go sprint after a student or, you know, restrain for their safety. So that is very different than what I'm used to. And I don't even have enough clothes like that. Like I have a lot of teacher clothes, like cute teacher clothes, and I can't wear that. It's not manageable for my position anymore. So I need to go get more of those um, types of clothes. I don't know when that's going to happen, but we'll see. I need it soon. And in the morning, I have been eating a very healthy breakfast. So I make a smoothie in the morning. I will put it in a vlog. I'm going to be doing a morning routine vlog eventually this month. And I'll show you the smoothie I make. It's very filling because it has fiber, healthy fats, and fruit. It's really good in my opinion, but of course you can always change it up once you see the recipe. I also make a piece of gluten-free toast and an egg with some jelly in the morning. It's so good. Holds me over. And another thing I do is I pack a very healthy lunch. Okay. I think it's absolutely crazy, and I'm going to go on a little tangent riff right now. I think it is crazy that there are teachers who don't eat breakfast and don't eat lunch or eat bullcrap for lunch or breakfast. Like You have to understand what you are putting into your body, and what you are putting into your body is fuel. So if you want to run on poo-poo, caca, fuel, then you will. You'll you'll be eating some bull crap food. But I have a huge emphasis, and this is one of my big things in my life, is I make and eat high vibe foods, <laughs> such as whole foods. So for lunch this last week, I had garlic chicken with a spinach salad and some plantains and blueberries. And then sometimes I have like a little like um, energy Mio drink thing in the afternoons as well. Cause it's a long day, but anyways, I make it an intention to eat high fat foods. If you are eating bull crap in the morning and you're wondering why you have no energy, that is why. Okay. I, I'm just going to make a separate video on this one. All right. You'll hear more about this in the future. 
The next thing I do is I do not overwork my students and I do not overwork myself. So since I'm in this position, um, behavior management is number one. It's the forefront to um, curriculum. And even thinking back to the gen ed life I used to live, how the, I mean, it blows my mind because I was just so focused on curriculum and it's like, that's just how I was trained, I guess, because where else did I get that idea from? But I was just at a constant idea that I need to push curriculum, push curriculum. We need to start ASAP. Ugh, like time is of the essence, like such masculine energy. Ugh, I'm over it. When I go back to the gen ed class, I'm not. I'm sorry. No, no. I I have like a love hate for YAGs. If you guys don't know what that means, it's um, you're at a glance or something. Is that what it's called? Like the curriculum plan for the whole year. I dislike those so much. Like who says my students are going to be ready for that on this day? Who says that? Like I, ugh, drives me crazy. That is a pet peeve I have actually. Um, So the fact that I am focusing here this year on behavior, behavior management, talking about feelings, self-regulation strategies, breath work. We're going to be doing some yoga. We're going to be learning about our feelings. We're going to be learning how to identify our feelings. That is something my students do not know how to do. They do not know how to identify how they are feeling. They can't put a name to it. So that's the focus because I was telling my husband, like, it's like, you know, he's like, it's kind of a bummer that the kids don't you know, that they're not on pace with the rest of the kids. But I'm like, well, the kids won't learn if they don't know how to be in a classroom or how to regulate their emotions. So either way, they they wouldn't learn anyways. And I'm like, it's more beneficial for students to understand their emotions and understand their behavior than it is for them to learn math because they will learn math eventually. It's a thing. Like, this is the thing that drives me crazy. Like, that's why I'm not stressed about teaching my kids, like, curriculum hardcore. I know we're going to get to it when we get to it. Like, I know I'm going to be able to teach my students this stuff because we do one-on-one work all day. We do small group all day. So they get really good one-on-one time. Um, anyways, anyways. So just the fact that I'm not, like, stressed about staying, you know, current with the YAG. So annoying. That is the number one thing that burnt me out. Feeling rushed. Who the hell wants to teach rushed? And this actually goes back to my day yesterday. So yesterday I went to Target. I had the school credit card where I bought um, school supplies because that's what my district does. They give a school credit card out for me to purchase whatever I want for the classroom. So I went to Target and the worker at Target was so stressed out that I'm just like thinking in my head, your stress is causing me my stress. And because you're stressed, I don't even understand what you're saying. And I don't even understand what I'm doing. Like you aren't even being clear with your communication because you're so stressed. And then I think, oh, that's probably how I was my first three years of teaching because I had like this really false belief of I got to stay with the YAG because why? It's like students come first, YAG, curriculum, you can wait until the students are ready for you. Because if you force it too fast, the students aren't going to learn anyways. Anywho, I digress. But I just have realized that when I am stressed, 
no one probably can understand what the hell I'm saying. <laughs> and no one is going to like, I give off an energy of being stressed and it's not a good energy. It's like a repelling energy. So anyways, that has been keeping me high vibe as well. And also I have a freaking prep. I have prep every single day. It is magical. Sometimes I do have to go in with the students, but I get my prep paid out um, because we don't have an aid. <laughs> we need aids, you guys. If you would like to be an aid, please message me on Instagram. But um, anywho, yeah, so I have a prep every day, so it's a lot stressful. And I will say my position right now is very low on prep because we're focusing on behavior. There's not like a super big amount of worksheets or anything like that. Like I'm lucky if I get my kids to work on three little pages right now of work a day, that's lucky. That's very lucky. So, um, that has been helping as well. And lastly, I come home, I I leave around three 45 every day. Maybe I have to stay a little later sometimes to get some work done because I'm new, but I come home at four and I have the rest of the day free to myself because I did all of my work in the beginning of my day. And later on in my day, I have all this free time to do whatever I please. And it is so freaking nice. I literally chose to work out. I was effing exhausted, but I chose to work out because I knew it would make me feel better. I knew doing my Pilates workout, which is my favorite right now was going to help me relieve my body stress. And it freaking did. Oh my God. It was the best workout I ever did in my life. It really has. It really was. And honestly, I learned how to take care of myself first in the morning, like take care of me, just me, not my dogs first. It's me first. Um, not my kids. I don't have kids yet, but Um, I think it's important to like take care of me before I take care of my kids because usually, okay, usually, because if I'm not full, I can't give. If I don't have an overflow of love, I can't give love. It's like once I heard this analogy of filling your bucket, it all made sense to me now. You literally have to fill your soul so you can give to others. So it's a, I... I made you this, or I'm here for you, or, you know, you're serving others because you have the energy to do so. It's not an obligation. You're not people pleasing. It's I'm choosing to because I can, and I love you, and I love serving, and it's all of that mixed together. Um, And I learned that through the Miracle Morning, and that's what we're working on in the book club this month, and I'm really excited to reread it and incorporate more of the strategies but I am in a really good place and I'm really, really happy. And this job is, you know, it's difficult and probably listening to it. Like if you're listening, obviously to this podcast and you hear that I'm getting hit and scratched and kicked and, um, spat on the spitting is that's my break. That's actually my line. The spitting is my line, but you know, you listening to this, And you thinking, oh my gosh, like that job sounds so, you know, stressful or whatever, whatever. And it's like, it is, but it's a good kind. It's like a fulfilling kind to know that I can be here for my students and then I can come home and be here for my family because I took care of myself in the morning. I'm taking care of myself. And to me, taking care of myself is with self-development. That is my energy, my fuel, my yumminess. That's how I am high vibe in myself. So you guys, hopefully you liked this podcast episode. Hopefully it 
helped you out, you know? If you're feeling like kind of poo-poo, um, figure out why. Wake up a little earlier. Make yourself a breakfast that is actually going to fuel you for your day. That is my number one. Make a breakfast that is going to serve you. Do things that serve you. If it's not serving you, you need to let go of the idea that you have to do it. You don't have to do anything. Everything is a literal choice, okay? So if you are noticing that you are so stressed out teaching math because only half your class understands, but you feel stressed to follow the YAG, screw the YAG. The YAG can kiss my butt because the YAG is what compared to two years ago before the pandemic. So that's even, it's even more obsolete. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started on, you know, finding the need or feeling that we should be teaching the kids grade level stuff right now. Shouldn't. No. Like these kids haven't been in school for so long. Don't even get me started. (laughs) Anyways. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I really hope it helps you out. If you like the podcast, please give me a message, send me an email, share it on your social media. I love to see that it's reaching you all. I love to see that you are actually gaining insight and benefit to this um, because I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. I love using my voice to inspire and help you all. And remember, you if you're an educator, not, I don't think everyone's an educator on this podcast that listens, but if you are an educator or if you're a parent or whoever, doesn't actually matter who you are, or what you do, you are your best asset. You need to take care of you. And then you will literally light up and help others around you. You will be a source of light and encouragement and empowerment, and you will be able to help everyone around you because that's the beauty and magic of self-development. All right, you guys, I love you so much. Have a fantastic week and I will catch you guys on my next episode. Bye. Oh, and remember becoming high vibe has changed my life and it will change yours too. All right. Bye.